Workers Independent News We Can Review. I'm Doug Cunningham. Organized Labor and the United Steelworkers are ramping up efforts to make sure that the controversial Trans-Pacific Partnership trade deal is not passed during a lame duck session after November's presidential election. The steelworkers say the agreement would benefit international corporations at the expense of working Americans. Wins Joanne Powers has more. Well, President Barack Obama has vowed to continue a push to pass the TPP at the end of the year. Opponents received good news late last week when Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell announced the U.S. Senate would not be voting on the agreement. Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton has expressed opposition to the TPP, as has her Republican rival Donald Trump. Here is United Steelworkers President Leo Gerard. Well, the pressure that we put on President Obama is making sure that he can't round up any new support. We're clearly concerned and worried in the lame duck session that we'll end up with an attempt to try and get TPP passed. And I wouldn't trust the Republicans as far as I could throw them. We've got to keep the heat on. We've got to make sure that we limit any wayward Democrats and that we keep the Republicans that have said that they're against it, that we keep them against it. Local media, it's not very welcoming for us. They run right out and they tell Honeywell's side of the story, but they don't really tell ours. So a lot of folks locally think that we're on strike. And you have to explain to them that we're, we're more than willing to go back to work. Why we try to come to an agreement for this? So we really are trying to work with them, regardless of what they say in their press releases. That's Brian Rogers, Recording Secretary for UAW Local 9 in South Bend, Indiana. 316 UAW members are in day 115 of a lockout by Honeywell. They did not go on strike. Honeywell demanded that they give up some UAW jobs to outsourcing and accept health care changes, making it more expensive for the workers and giving Honeywell the right to change it at any time. Honeywell also refused to participate in a UAW health and safety program to protect workers on the job. The Economic Policy Institute says if union membership rates in the U.S. today were as high now as in 1979, non-union working people would get a whopping $133 billion more each and every year. EPI has found that the decline of labor unions as a percentage of the U.S. workforce has hurt both union and non-union wages. EPI's Larry Michelle. Deunionization has uh, contributed about a third of the total growth of wage inequality among men. And if you look at women, it's about 20%. So this is one of the uh, largest factors that is uh, measurable and identifiable in the growth of inequality. Increased trade with China and other low-wage countries lowered the wages by 5% for non-college educated workers. Workers Independent News puts workers and their unions on the national radio news airwaves every day. To help keep Labor's voice on the air, go to laborradio.org. Workers Independent News provided by Diversified Media Enterprises. I'm Doug Cunningham.